Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. If you're going to bet on sports, bet with MyBookie.com, where instant access to the action allows you to bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS to get started with a double deposit bonus up to $1,000. Welcome to the Monday Morning Recap Show, everyone. About 522 on the East Coast. It's about right. Two and a half hours away from Major League Baseball's annual home run derby. God damn right it Let's is. Let's fucking go. Let's go. This is like, so we were talking, if you didn't see the show earlier, we were talking to uh, a couple of dudes from TMZ, Dax, yep. Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Um, Glenn is from New Jersey and thus, I think, by law, is a degenerate gambling piece of shit. Yeah. And he's talking The whole tri-state area. He tried to pretend like he wasn't gonna gamble on it and then as soon as we asked him questions he goes yeah i got soto like what the (laughs) fuck dude you you only pretended for like five seconds to not be but it that betting on the home run derby is i think is not a degenerate thing i think it's just fun because there's nothing else going on right now this is not betting hawaii at 10 p.m right to to try and make your money saturday night it's not that it's not this is just like something to do in the in the meantime now if you're Betting on each one of the individual matchups and shit, maybe take a maybe go see a priest or some shit. <laughs> okay, but otherwise, I think this one's fine, and this this is going to be a really fun home run derby too. Yeah, I'm I'm amped <laughs> about this tonight. Uh, I've already bet it. Odds are dropping right now. It is in Dodger Stadium. Weather will not be an issue. It's about 82 degrees there tonight. I know they're doing it earlier, obviously because it's it's West Coast, so they should be what 5 p.m. East Coast. I mean, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific for those guys. To, it's eight, 8 Eastern is when it'll start. Yeah, yeah. so 5. Yep. Yeah, I, it'll be warm for sure, but mm-hmm. not uh, nothing crazy. It's, it's L.A. It'll be about 82. Those guys should be fine. Uh, that stadium favors left-handed hitters. Who do you got uh, in this one tonight, D'Anthony? Um, well, I mean, usually, so you know that math problem where – there's three doors and you choose one of them. And then the person says, uh, I'll, I'm going to give you another shot mm-hmm. to choose. You should pick one of the other two doors, right? I thought that was a price is right game. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> but it's, that's a statistical fact, right? So you, you take your odds from 33% up to 50%. Because, one, because the odds are shit on both of them. But because Acuna and Alonzo match up in the first round, I'm kind of off both of them. Mm-hmm. I, I think Schwarber or Seeger probably, will probably win. Who is Soto going up against in the first round? Soto, Soto is against the uh, against uh, what's his name? The young or not? Uh, he's against Jose, Jose Ramirez, Ramirez yeah, of from Cleveland. Cleveland okay. Who is <clears throat> he's got more? Look, I don't think he's as talented. Look, they're both fucking perennial all stars, mm-hmm. but I don't think uh, uh, Ramirez is as good at the plate. But as far as just hitting home runs. He's he's got that kind of swing. Soto is a line drive hitter. Right. You know what I mean? Like I think uh, aside from just being tired last year, I think that's one of the things that fucked with Otani. Like he he hits a lot of home runs because he's a big strong dude, but he hits a lot of line drives as well. And that's not that's not what this is. Well, speaking of Otani, why wasn't he in this? I'm surprised that he wasn't. Probably because he burned himself out last yeah. year by starting the game as a pitcher and DH, mm-hmm. doing all the press and uh, uh, doing the home run derby as well. He was drained. I don't even think he made it out of the first round, did he? Uh, I don't no, think he did he either. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. Now, he, who is going to ruin their swing and not hit a home run the rest of the year? Well, that's a great question because a lot of people say that. Um, 
I would go for some of these guys who aren't contenders anymore, like Albert Pujols. What does he have left to live for? This. He's just having fun. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's fine. I he's mean, he fun. might just actually injure himself during yeah. this. Yeah, um, because it's it. I think he's 15 away from 700. Uh, I don't know if he's got a shot. They should count every home tough. run in this derby. Well, if they count, he's got 19 <laughs> postseason home runs, so technically he's over 700, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. Honestly, if this were if it were a different event, if it were if it was like it was back in the day where you had ten outs instead of four minutes and a timeout, mm-hmm. Pujols even at this age might be a contender because that motherfucker is strong. But yeah. now that it's four consecutive minutes, there there's two dudes, there's three dudes in this tournament under twenty five years old. Like you're not. I'm sorry. Right. Even if you win the first round, you're not winning two, three, or, or the finals. Well, for right? the audience at home, I'll, I'll go ahead and list it off for you. So Pete Alonso. Uh, back-to-back champ. He's going for a three-peat here tonight. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is uh, up next. Juan Soto. Kyle Schwarber, by the way, has the most home runs of anybody in baseball over the last 162 games. Right. I so think he's got like 58. I have my. I have $300 on Kyle, and I've got uh, 300 on Juan Soto. I'll get to why Juan Soto here in a second. And Kyle looks like fucking a modern Babe Ruth style. I don't mean to compare their talent level, but he's just like a dude. Physically. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like... Yeah, he's just he, a big, strong, he, fat dude. He's a home run hitter. Yeah. A little home run hitter. A little home run hitter. Yeah. Like Sammy Sosa. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is up next. I don't know much about this that guy. That dude is, learn his name now, because he's going to be one of the best players in baseball in two years. So he's the dark horse. A lot of people are picking him at plus 650 on it's here. Racist, but whatever. Yeah. Max Kellerman, Max Kellerman, no. <laughs> I do declare him a bust. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Acuna. Junior is in there tonight at plus 850. Corey Seager, um, is he still with the Dodgers? No, he's, he's in Ranger Texas now. now. Oh, he's in Texas now. Yeah. That's my pick. He's going home. That's See, a good story. Seager's the, Seager's the yellow one. Coming it's, home. I think it's him or Schwerber. Okay. Uh, Jose Ramirez is up next. Uh, and then, obviously, Albert Pujols is at uh, 2,500. So, 25 to 1. Here's why I picked Juan Soto at plus 450. Um he just turned down a contract that was so shocking. I, it wasn't I'm, it wasn't, I'm having hard. I'm having a hard time believing. It. He was. He was smart turning on the contract. It wasn't a good contract. Four hundred fifty million for fifteen years. Yeah, correct? fifteen years is the problem. I think that's an annual value of thirty million. No, I think it was twenty nine. Yeah, it was uh, twenty nine. It, it would have made yeah. him the twentieth highest paid player in baseball, and mm-hmm. he's a top three five, hitter, yeah. five for hitter sure, in five. baseball. Well, top five player top top 10 player in general for sure yeah well it, it certainly yeah. shocked the public i know on twitter uh when he said no everybody was like what the fuck bro i think that's part of it tonight where if you win this you're immediately famous overnight same with the dunk contest you know these guys names where let's face it none of us are watching fucking nationals games like this guy's a waste on the nationals same with mike trout i, yeah. I know mike trout is good I never see him play. He is out of the All-Star game again because he hates the fucking press. But uh, He's I, on the IL. I mean, sure. <laughs> well, you got to wonder from Soto's perspective why he turned it down. I mean, so there's – I understand that $29 million every year for the next 15 years is less than his actual value, particularly – so he's, what, 23 right now? Yeah. From his twenty-seven to thirty-one year age, he he should, if he continues to progress as we expect and produces as we expect, he would be making forty-five to fifty mil a year. Yeah. in in those years, 
But there's also something called the time value of money, right? Which is money in my hands right now that I can use to purchase equity in things yes. is worth more than money later. Yep. Now, I don't know if he's doing Unless that Unless you're math. Alan Iverson. Well, yeah. <laughs> you have to buy shit that continues to exist. That's kind of how it works. But uh, I don't know if it's the money for him. I don't think he wants to be locked into an organization that isn't committed to winning for the next 15 years. I think that's the real problem. It is. And he, he, when he came up, the Nats were winning. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, he, he has a World Series. Right? And then they fire mm-hmm. sold everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. They were still loaded. Like Trey Turner, Max Scherzer. Bryce. They let Rendon go to fucking the Angels. Uh, the although, Angels. Well, he's they, dead They now. traded Max. Yeah. But he, who knows what would have happened if they had kept him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. They had a really good team. And, there's there's also a dispute with the current family that owns the team. I think they've owned it since 2004 or something, but they want to sell it now. Got it. So he doesn't know who's going to come in and buy that team. I don't know if he's trying to use that as a flex to be like, hey, if you let it let an ownership group come in to buy this team, like like Liberty Media, for example, who's not right. going to spend money, right? Like the Braves have done historically, although they've they've kind of turned a corner on that. But if you're going to bring in somebody like that, I'm not signing up for 15 years of that bullshit. Where yeah. I'm the best player on a shitty team, I wouldn't do it either, regardless of how much money it is. Like, I, I would you... be worried about an injury. Um, but is he? Is he? Is this his last year in the no, contract? He's, he's under control for two more, twenty three and twenty four. So he's just in the. He's he. This was his first year of arbitration. He's got two more years of that left. Man. Right. So whatever team trades for him, you're getting at least two seasons plus this postseason run of one of the top five hitters in baseball. So it's going to be a haul. I, I think they're, they are going to trade him, but it's going to be like, um, you'll see a draft pick here and there, but it's going to be like probably eight players just for him, if I, if, in my opinion. Well, let you, me ask you, you this. You literally trade the farm for that. Guy. Well, yeah, for both you guys, since you host the baseball show, who has the money to do this? I mean, just, It's not about the money. It's about the talent in the minor leagues that's desirable. To so, the, no, no, the, no I, but, but who can even afford that contract? Is it the Yankees? Is it? the dodgers i don't think it's about the money for him if it was he would have taken that money to be honest or he would have like he, there was another offer they made him it was like seven years for 350 or some shit yeah they it? made him a more comparable a better deal year wise and per year like it was like wise. 40 million annual average value and he still he turned that one down that was before or during last season and okay. he didn't sign that one either and this is this one just came to light during the offseason he didn't sign that one so it's clearly not just about money if that's even a factor i think he's he seems to be operating under the premise that he's going to get paid no matter what mm-hmm. So I'm going to fucking set this up so I have the best possible position for myself. Maybe there's family concerns. He wants to be close to a certain part of the world or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But it's not. It's if it was only about money, he would have signed the deal last year. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's odd because it's so much money, and you know, I think it like Nerlens Noel. You're we just like, all right, great. He no. ain't Nerlens. All right. He bet on himself. Yeah, well. And it did not work out. Did not. He's I have suing a, his agent. I have worries about Juan Soto not aging well. But uh, for he's, net, 23. But he's 23, so it's fine. Right. When I say not aging well, it's like a pool holes trajectory where he turns mm. 32 and falls off a fucking cliff. Yeah. But that's nine years away. It, so. is a, yeah. it, it would be unprecedented to sign a 23-year-old to a 15-year contract, except for last year when we signed a 22-year-old to a 13-year contract, right, Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he can't stay on the field. Uh, and doesn't uh, technically have a position right now. Yeah. Soto hasn't had that problem. He's, he's had some injuries here and there, but more or less he's remained Dinky healthy. Stuff. Yeah. Um, well, let's go around the horn here real quick. Uh, we'll start with you, D'Anthony. Who wins tonight? Um, 
Where's your money going? My money's going to go on Seager because the odds are better. But I think he and Schwarber have an equal chance to win. All right. Seager's at 10 to 1. What do you got, Delco? Bobby Abreu. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming back, dude. He's coming back. Uh, I'm into it. Uh, Who do you really got? Uh, He stole my thunder. Who? Dan. Oh, is he going Seager? You're going Seager, too? I'm going Seager. Coming home. I was singing it with you. I understand that. I didn't know you were really actually going to take him. Yeah. I don't believe... He's too small for this. Yeah, but value. Yeah. Danny value. Yeah. Yeah, Of course. Of course. Uh, What about you? Uh, I put money on Seager, but I do think the most likely to win is probably Schwarber. It's just Seager had like three times better odds, I think. Yeah. And so so the Acuna and uh, Alonzo are going to go first and there's a good chance that that's because uh, Acuna because he's seated lower will go first mm-hmm. and he's been pretty good at this I think he uh, took Alonzo to like 17 home runs in the first round a couple of years ago right? yeah um so if he if Acuna gets hot I think he's only got one good round in him anyways but if he gets hot he may drive the home run count up to like 18 19 20 and then Alonzo's doing a lot of work yeah either beat or gas Alonzo yeah uh, by the way, if you want a candidate for who fucks up their swing the most, it's Acuna. Maybe his swing is dog shit right now. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. Just like he he feels so good actually launching the ball out of the yeah. park, and it just doesn't. Nothing goes well. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun regardless. This is kind of the last thing we have to bet on here for a while. I mean, it's it's dark days after this. Um, Get the three M this weekend. Uh, I mean, we're we we will obviously bet then, but. You know, as far as show goes on, the show goes on and sure does. Uh, speaking of which, we will get to uh, the British Open. Boy, we did it. We did it. The Open Championship. Well, you and I haven't picked the same person a lot this year. They were tied now. That was kind of whatever. 2 2, yeah. I, uh, I picked him and you're like, oh, yeah, go Cam, too. No, not, not a prayer. Uh, I've taken Cam, I think, three other times this year. Uh, and I will say this if you're following along at home, out of the top five, you and I picked four guys total mm-hmm. in the top five. I'm going to make you guys turn in your slips ahead of time now. Just uh, go ahead so this doesn't happen again. I mean, I have a card that I make every week. I know you do. You do, I know but I, do, but I, I don't get to a, see it. There's going to be an official slip sure. that you guys have to fill out and sign. Yeah. Should, you have to, should, they, should they have to draft players every week? They're usually no. written down. I, I usually, except for his ass, I want why, like why a manila envelope that down, you give yeah. to Giorgio. Right. Before oh, the show okay. starts. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm into it. No, I I picked Cam maybe three times this year, and then he uh, hopped on Tommy too. He didn't. He didn't. Lo- yeah, look that. Look, Tommy was top five. Uh, yeah, but he was never in it. He was never in it, but still top five. Look, Cam Young paid off really well. I, I so that's the one I piggybacked off you. I didn't take Cam Young in the top twenty. No, I, I none of my top twenties hit. My top tens did. Really? Oh, because I Cam did. Young. I fuck that up. Yeah, I didn't take Cam Young. I did. That's why I sent you that text yesterday. I thought that was you. No. Ah, wrong cam. All right. Well, whatever, man. Well, we got a winner. We won. So it doesn't really matter. And then this morning, we heard that he's probably going to uh, play uh, for the Live Tour. Living it up. Living it up. 90 million for uh, for old old Cam Smith. I don't know if that's legit, but live, laugh, love. Uh, I'm pretty sure his price just went up being an open champion. For sure. But from what heard, did you see his press conference? Yeah, he denied. Uh, didn't really deny it. He, he just did not deflected. deny it. No. Yeah. Because apparently after the President's Cup, once they're done with that, the international team and everything, it's going to be him, Leishman, Adam Scott, all the Aussies. They're going to go. Hideki's gone. Um, today, I mean, they just got Faraday 
Apparently, you just said Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley has met with them. Well, he's he, they're in negotiations as we speak. So it makes sense now that Faraday's over there. Why wouldn't you want to do this? And then, then it makes me question of whether or not they're actually going to air this. Well, look. If so Paul, will this go to TNT? Doesn't have to. Okay. Go to anywhere. And also, Charles Barkley, by the way, I just believe that. Charles Barkley would help sever a journalist's limbs for the right amount of money. Right. Well, he said that. He goes, you give me $200 million and I'll kill a family member. I'll kill a family member. And I mean, same here. Then yeah. he killed one of the family members just to demonstrate it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, like, that he was hey, serious enough. Right, like right proof there. of concept. We yeah. might have to change the show into a live golf pick show. I, I, I genuinely believe it's going to happen. I told you this at the get-go. Yeah. You said I was fucking crazy. And then we can have MBS on the show and you know we can just kind of fondle his balls. But, but here's the thing. With the money that they're dishing out, and I told you this when this all started, I go... Half these guys are going to fucking jump. Nobody's going to turn down this money. Especially you're if you're like, not no, American. it's the PGA and it matters. And it's like, no, it fucking doesn't matter. Eh, it's still an exhibition. I still think they need to change the format. Uh, it's something we got to live with. It's just going to be too, fra- it's a fractured sport. It's going to be two products that are uh, worse off now. Uh, and it's just going to, they're going to have to come to some type of agreement where the live players can play on the PGA Tour when it's on a live event. But then the majors just get more hype because it's like, who's going to fucking win? Yeah. Right. A live However, player or a- the majors have all the control because the f- they have four votes out of seven for the world golf rankings. Mm-hmm. So if they play this uh, live golf tour, there's zero world golf rankings and they will drop off the map and not qualify for the major. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unless uh, they've like won one of the Unless they're like, yeah, already like Cam just, he's going to be in the British Yeah, Open but for next year, at some point, this is all going to come to a head. It where is, yeah. The majors are going to have to decide how they're going to flex their muscle. Mm hmm. It'll be or, interesting. Or do they have to? I mean, everybody comes back and plays the majors anyways. The only thing it will affect is the rankings. Well, if, the, co- if, the qualifiers for the majors are based on the points or whether you've won it or not before. Right. right? So yeah. he, that's what he's saying. Like, let's say it's next year, all these guys leave for live this year and they've only played in live next year except for maybe a major that they had won i mean you're limiting your field and your talent pool which majors are not going to do and it's a total kick in the nuts to the pga tour whose biggest event is the players championship in uh sawgrass and cam smith yeah just won that event yep uh and he's about to jump ship so i don't know it's uh it is what it is uh the you know both products are going to be equally worse off and it's just well, we'll see, right? It's a time fractured will, golf world. Time will tell. Um, there, there may be a, a mer- funny to say this, but there may be a merger at some point, in, right. in the future. But or just not be able to ban live yeah. golf tour players. But it's it's pretty, for it's PGA pretty clear what live is doing. Mm-hmm. So at first, when they were doing this, I'm like, they're they're either trying to rehab their image, Saudi Arabia is, or they're trying to pimp some product or another and use this as a marketing device or something crazy. But now that they're going after uh, Cam and, and, and the Aussie guys, and then they, like, I don't know if you've heard about Hideki, but they offered him $350 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. No, yeah. I did not hear Hideki's that. Hideki's gone. So, this, wow. so they're trying to go after certain regions of the world and get their best players, player or players, mm-hmm. and bring them in. And there's only one reason you do that is because you want to capture that audience. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying, to, they're trying to make live more international than what the PGA and is. Honestly, it's kind of sick if there's just like, uh, an all Japanese team, an all Aussie team. And you can like, yeah, yeah, yeah. choose who you want to like, root for. Yeah. Like, that'd be sick. Right, now, right now, the. But it's got to be more than 54 right, right. holes, you know? It's, well, we'll see, holes. right? It, it'll probably evolve. But it's like, new, yeah. The, the Ryder Cup right now is this America versus everybody else. What if it was like the World Baseball Classic or the World Cup? 
right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like you bring your best. Now there's actual national pride on the line. I don't think American people, every time an American wins the Ryder Cup, there's like 12 people like, yeah, America won this year. It's like, okay, cool. We also won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, not that there aren't great players in in the international uh, uh, community, but fuck, man. It's like, we got a we got a Toronto. Yeah, we have a we have a clear advantage, mm-hmm. and typically speaking, in that in baseball, tournament. yes, yes, yes well, in we baseball, do. yeah. So you know, I think it would be really interesting to see an Australian golf team versus a South African golf team versus mm-hmm. a Japanese golf team oh, versus yeah. an and American golf team in some kind of tournament or something like that. It's not like they need sponsors, but they've already talked about the Japanese team being sponsored by Srixon and. Yeah, they they have the this whole thing kind There's of no shortage planned of sponsors out. in fucking Japan for them to to hook up with. Oh, not they're, at all. They're playing the long game, yeah. and this is honestly just Greg Norman's like redemption tour. Like he is, he just wants to see the world burn. Uh, he's doing a good job of it. I wanted to ask you, what is the DP World Tour? That's the Euro uh, Tour. Okay, so yeah. Sergio said he's going to quit that as well because yeah. he's not feeling loved. What happens to that <laughs> tour? Uh, well, the DP World Tour. That's uh, a real quote, by the way. Yeah, well, Sergio's, whatever. It's a retirement tour for fucking the Euros for for Liv. Okay. Like, they got paid all this money because they don't want to play golf. Uh, but Euro Tour, you know, it's kind of like the minor leagues, I would kind of say. Mm-hmm. I mean, some guys go over there and play bigger events like uh, in Dubai and shit. But as a fan, here's what's shitty to me: um, is you have some of the the very best golfers playing at the same time. Uh, whereas Tiger Woods didn't have that much competition back in the day, no. in my opinion. No, uh, it's the best it's ever been, ever. And yeah. now you're going to fracture it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's it, you're right. It, the product is going to be shittier on both sides of it. So no, no one's going to care if the majors let everybody play. Then nothing really changes to the casual golf fan. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and who knows how Liv is going to evolve? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to stay at a shotgun fifty four thing. I don't think that's tenable long term. Like and, one, <laughs> once you start, let's let's say two three years from now, they're having a lot of success. PGA is still doing its thing, and they, they there are talks of some kind of. Uh, not not necessarily a merger, but group events or whatever the fuck. The rules have to be the same for everybody that plays in that event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I I don't know. We when's the last time you've seen a divergent sports league that uses different rules succeed? Like the XFL sucked. Yeah. Also, if they stick with forty eight guys, uh, what about all these like low level names that jump ship and mm-hmm. don't really have? They they lost their tour status, like a Peter Uline, right? Mm. Nobody really Abraham gives a answer. Shit. Well, Abe Answer is kind of a bigger name, but like no one gives a shit about Peter Uline. Well, they're probably just except his have... dad, who used to run Titleist. But uh, they'll probably have more events. He's going to get people, right? relegated mm-hmm. to like the Asian tour. So like, have fun with that, Pete. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's how it should be, though, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, so instead of just having a tour card and everybody's showing up and some people make the cut and some people don't use the European football. Uh, right. So uh, that's thing. kind of like the biggest problem a lot of these guys have with the PGA Tour is the top names aren't getting paid their value. Mm-hmm. It's a, you're getting paid based off your, what you do on the course. Mm-hmm. You have to actually go out and get it. Uh, but some of these dudes are the reason the PGA tour exists. Like no one's Rory should be getting paid a lot more money. Mm. Justin Thomas should be getting paid a lot more money. All these bigger top 10, top 15 guys that kind of like people give a shit about, they should be getting paid. But then there's going to be guys like Patrick Cantley. who's going to think he's a big time name, but nobody actually gives a shit about Patrick Cantley. but he'll jump ship and you'll see like Sam Burns. There's, I think there's going to be a lot of names. And so I have a question. 
Are you saying you have to risk it to get the biscuit? Uh, not <laughs> if you join Live, because then you can just sign a like, you know, eight figure deal and just kind of coast. But is that not in itself? You can shoot eighty that? like Pat Perez, dude. If I if if I got that money, I'd wear a fucking Khashoggi t shirt for the full tournament. I wouldn't give a baker's fuck about it. It's so much goddamn money to turn down ninety million. I think he got what two million for winning yesterday. How do you turn down ninety if you're Cam Smith? Two point I mean, five, I think. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and if you're still eligible for the majors and you can still, I mean, uh, the PGA Tour runs the Presidents Cup, um, but it's not as prestigious as the Ryder Cup. We'll see how that kind of pans out, but I don't know. It, it's here to stay. It's going to be a thing. Got to get used to it. So we'll start giving out picks, and then uh, MBS hit us up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Uh, by the way, they said Clayton Kershaw is going to start the All-Star game. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> not a I'm huge that, shock. Honestly, could not be happier about that because the, the issue with Clayton Kershaw, the reason he sucked in every single playoffs except for the one where he came in halfway through the season. Well, no, it was when there was only a third well, of yeah, a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he only, I think he only pitched 13 regular season games that year. Yeah. It is his... By September and October, his arm is fucking jelly. So yeah, go go fucking yeah. do it. Go off your regular rotation or schedule. Snicker needs to let him innings. throw five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Dave Roberts has already made that call. Like, hey, bro, we're going one Just inning, one inning only. Fucking. Although I think uh, Snicker brought Dave and a bunch of other dudes on. Roberts the staff. is on the bench because Roberts never got to manage an All Star game. Last year was did. a COVID thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. who's starting for America? Uh, the American League tonight. Or tomorrow night. The starting pitcher? Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Verlander, but he's not even going to the game now. Um, it's the dude McClanahan from the race. Is it Shane McClanahan? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's pretty fucking he's good. He's good, yeah. yeah. Now, money aside, though, back to the British Open, did you yeah. actually, do you feel for Rory at all or no? Uh, it was hard because we had so much money on that thing. Right. Uh, it, it's tough. It, it, dead serious. If, here's my honest answer to that. If I didn't have any money on it, then I wanted Rory to win because I think it's good for the game. and good Bogey for, free, shot two under. Yep. I think it's good for the sport um, itself, but uh, money-wise, obviously, yeah. I was all in on Cam, and there's and, nothing I could do. And I had money on Victor Hovland as well, and he oh. was winning. He was winning after the third round, yeah. so Hove kind of shit down his leg. He, he did, yeah. and most guys do because Sunday is fucking hard, man. And it took a 64 a on a Sunday, nine thirty to to got the to putter win going. It. I know that's what I have it right now. Uh, I mean, once he birdied eleven, I was like, okay yeah let's go and then he went five in a row if memory serves me correct when i was watching it i think he did five or yeah five, five birdies in a row and and it's it, it was a blast and he fucking earned it but uh yeah if i didn't have money on it i wanted rory and somebody everybody else did too yeah and the up and down on 17 that cam made was insane yeah he puts it around the fucking bunker and then hits that like 10 footer for par just then big balls bernie at 18 yeah. dude i mean he he did it and he earned it and then shouts like cam young yep Make, making that putt on 18 oh fuck so rory didn't even finish second rory was third no dude he was third <laughs> he was third uh but it was look it, it was a blast to watch yeah money aside i, w- I would have rooted for rory and then yeah. tiger obviously now tiger I, I don't know what happens he was crying when he left mm-hmm. uh the the last hole because he said i don't know if i'll ever be here again now, obviously with st andrews it switches it'll be back in like seven years or something right yeah. and he said by then i think i'll be like 50 mm-hmm four years old i don't know that i'll be playing anymore i think he plays it'll be kind of like a lebron situation where he wants to play with his son so if charlie makes the fucking uh open championship Uh, oh how old is he 
Uh, Charlie's got to be in his teens, right? It's like 11 or 12. I think he's 12 now. Yeah. So he'd have to go eight, 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 ten more years. No, he, uh, he could make it as like an amateur or something. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. Bo Hostler was playing in a U.S. Open with like yeah. barely having pubes. Oh, he's 13. He's 13. So His seven years in... from now, I'll be 20. Yeah, he could make it. He could make it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Tiger goes back. Uh, it was fun seeing John Daly, our boy John Daly in there. He almost made the cut. He mm. played well, dude. He played well. Yeah. Uh, he had that eagle that was pretty fucking that amazing. Was that was a 76-foot putt. Uh, that 76-foot putt was amazing. I mean, yeah, he's a blast to watch. He was out there smoking heaters with Tiger and shit uh, before it started. Uh, his kid, who looks identical to him, was on the bag for him. They made was, him walk, right? Awesome. Yeah, they made him walk. It's the old course, so. Yeah. yeah. And then, two, I think it was the morning after, uh, he was playing with Peyton Manning. Did you see that photo that's floating around the internet? No. Yeah. He played, uh, he played with Peyton Manning, Eli, and somebody else that was pretty famous the day after he lost, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, that was a fun one for sure. For sure. Uh, obviously, today's show is brought to you by MyBookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit up to $1,000. You can bet on tonight's home run derby. You can bet on tomorrow's uh, all-star game. All the fun and all the action. The matchups tonight in the home run derby are, are, are my favorite, and I'm going to be hitting those live lines tonight as well. Uh, and they've also got the best golf odds on the planet. We're on a one-week win streak here, so you can follow our picks. Don't let us get uh, hot. Exactly. Tomorrow, and see who we're betting on for 3M, but but it's the best site for betting golf as well. Go to mybookie.com. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your deposit all the way up to $1,000. Football season is just around the corner, so you're going to want to load up your accounts. Uh, and also, we've got a college football preview show uh, coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, when we have the rankings, uh, I didn't tell you this. Um, Clay Crawford is actually uh, going to be here in studio to do that college football show, and then you guys will obviously do a, a uh, preseason outside the top twenty-five to figure out who's going to sneak in there. <laughs> it's this the real year. joy of the sport. It, it, that's where the real. That's where the real shit happens. A lot of people say that's where the real money happens too. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, well, speaking of real money in college football, Lane Kiffin is uh, as been talking about in an ideal world there would be a salary cap for nil deals yeah, i agree or no anything really fuck you dude i agree it's I, the wild west uh it is now but here's the problem he if also, you have big also, alumni that are going to back up the truck like a, a texas is going to be very good pretty soon nike has no excuse then or the university oregon. of oregon yeah oh yeah. i that by the way that was my first thought mm. was university of oregon you have fucking zero excuse now I mean, I mean, I know Phil Knight's probably trying to buy the Trailblazers right now, but still. He is, he's got plenty of money. I think he's fine. Yeah, but I mean, dude, when a, when a four-star is getting $9.5 for University of Miami, for Christ's sakes, like, that's where we're at. This at is, what point do you stop this? I'm also pretty sure Miami had the uh, AT&T deal um, where a fight gym just gave all the Miami players a bunch of money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they did in real life, too. I mean, Kiffin also s- suggested that there's a problem with the coaches not being able to direct where the money goes. That's not what NIL is, dude. It's yeah. the fucking college athlete who you guys have been fucking over yeah. forever. But I don't think anyone knows billions what NIL is and billions now. of dollars, right? This is their opportunity to make their own fucking money. Fuck you. Things- Pat, Pat McAfee said that the other day, one of these, a couple of these kids got fucked over on bad contracts. Uh-huh. And he goes... 
Uh, it's weird that people would take advantage of college kids. He said, right. it obviously, sarcastically. Yeah. It's like you hear these big numbers with like NFL quarterbacks or whatever, and it's not, it's not all guaranteed money. Oh, not at all. Yeah. No. Well, it, it's guaranteed if you fulfill a contract. It's, it, look, right. it, I mean, this identical situation <laughs> happened at Ohio State with Quinn Ewers, and he, he ends up walking in and asking Coach Day to start, and he's like, no, dude, we have a guy who finished second in the Heisman. You're not right. fucking playing. The number's for the headline. It is. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, Coach, I'm not going to get paid next year. And he goes, cool, that's not my fucking problem. Go and transfer. So he's going to be it is Texas. not his fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, so another part of this, so Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. He's in LSU now. Yeah. Um, and they've lost some recruits, apparently, which that always happens when an old coach leaves or there's any kind of tumult. That always happens, right? right. Fucking half the goddamn Oklahoma team went to USC. USC. Yeah. Um, but he was like, People have been speculating that LSU is getting outbid because it's not a rich, richer school or something like that. Like, first of all, that's stupid. There's a lot of extremely wealthy people down there, yeah, and, uh-huh. uh, alumni as well. But this, mm-hmm. he, his retort was like, "No, we're not getting outbid. If we're getting outbid, that means they're spending more than fifty million dollars." So <laughs> yes. that's this is the first dude I've seen on record. Drop the first number. coach say a, a specific number, and if he said fifty, it's probably forty-eight. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but still, it's a I'm lot gonna, of fucking money. I'm going to try to round up the uh, UCF alumni and see what our it's our just bankrolls you like. And Daniel what, Tosh. Yeah, what's our war chest like, Tosh? It's me, Tosh, no, it's, and it's, Diplo. It's, no, you, Tosh, Diplo, and half of fucking NASA. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah well, I mean, look, you have what not sixty thousand people that go to school there. Somebody's got to yeah. be loaded. If everyone donates five dollars a month. Yeah, uh, I know. Just from the Ohio State side of it, Coach Jay did a, a booster meeting the other day, and he said, "Look." We have to raise $13 million to even stay in this anymore. So it's up to you guys to start getting together and, and raising the money. Texas already has a slush fund. University of Miami has a slush fund. Uh, I'm sure Alabama, Ohio State, and LSU aren't okay. far behind. Now, I get all this. This is how you know things evolve. This is just how things are going to be moving forward with golf, with college football, and everything. But I'm allowed to say I don't like it, right? Yeah, you can say whatever This you sucks. Want. Like, college, this fucking sucks. Like, college football-wise, yeah. College football, the way yeah. they're, like, redoing the conferences is essentially just name the conferences after TVs, like, yep. TV deals. Yeah. Like, yep. this is the Fox Conference. It's the ESPN League. This is the ESPN Apple League. TV. Yeah. This, this blows. Sucks. It sucks. It but fucking look, sucks. It's turning into European football. You it, have, it really is. No, because you have super expensive transfers mm-hmm. going on all the time. That's the most exciting part about it. No one really cares about the game. It's like, what are people doing in the offseason? <laughs> right, right. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, this is great. It's, I love it's it. the same format. I don't. Tradition's out the window now. Oh, it's gone. It's burnt. It's on yeah. fire. Can't wait for that fucking Indiana USC game. So that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> that's the thing, though, is they're going to be. The vast majority of fans of a college football team, even in football, uh, or, or I'm sorry, college sports team, even in football, basketball, probably a little bit more common, but even in football, the vast majority of those fans are t-shirt fans that never went there. They grew up near it, or their right. parents liked it, or something like that. Well, you can't, right. be, a, you can't be a top-tier team without t-shirt yeah, fans. Yeah, so are, are, are there going to be top-tier teams anymore like that, or at least defined that way, uh, audience-wise, because who the fuck is this going to stay signed up? For that, or worse, where's the next generation of T-shirt fan going to come from when it's when it's all TV dollars and that's all it's about? It's not about the tradition of the SEC anymore and shit like that. USC fan one day, an Ohio State fan the year after that, and then when your boy leaves or has like an off year, you're going to go jump on another team. No, I don't think it'll deplete it that much. No, 
it's gonna it's gonna turn off a lot of people, but people still kind of like reluctantly go to the games. They'll go to the, the games, games, but the, tra- the like the, all of the tradition's gone. All of the they didn't kill tailgating. They didn't kill all the fun. Sh- they didn't kill all the actual fun shit surrounding it. But all the clout that you get from, well, maybe it'll just be replaced by gambling. So all the clout that you get from being a t-shirt fan right. of a good university now the you're country's just, just a casino now. Yeah, yeah you it have really to. Is. You have to have something to talk shit to your buddies about. Well, a big loser in all this is like Mizzou. <laughs> no, man. We I don't know how we got in the storm shelter so early. They did. Like we dove in. We dove into the SEC literally a decade ago. I don't. I don't know how we didn't fuck. They this were looking up. at their wind apps and <laughs> kind of doing the calculations. Oh, the storm's coming. Yeah. But, but how does a team like Mizzou compete in today's world where you've got to pay players fifty million dollars? Like uh, well, the same way they didn't compete when there were no scholarship limits. So what'll happen is there is eventually going to be a salary cap. Yeah. The same way they cap because <laughs> once they capped scholarships, it used to be teams like Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, whomever, they would recruit like all the five-star quarterbacks who who were and then imprisoned at the school and couldn't transfer mm. just so other schools couldn't have them. Right. So the transfer portal will already handles part of that situation, but once they cap NILs and they will once they realize that the sport's gotten way too heavy-handed or one-sided, then you'll get that sweet spot of college football again, which is like 98 to 20, I don't know, 15, 16, where there was a genuine amount of parity, more parity than usual in college football. It's still the sport with the least parity. But uh, that's eventually what's going to happen. There's going to be a salary cap. There has to be. It's just a matter of how you construct it, right? Because it's not the money, as uh, Kiffin said, the money doesn't go through the team. So basically... You have to talk to your recruits and be like, hey, you can't come here if you get a deal that's worth $1 more because we that's, right. that'll make us out of regs. Yeah, you know and I mean? they're not going to yeah. do a fucking uh, luxury tax. They're just going to... No. It'll probably be a hard no. And but the, yeah. the way... Hold on. The way Mizzou does get fucked and the way UFC kind of gets fucked to an extent... It's not really on the competition side of things because we're already we're always long shots. But what stinks is that like with realignment more than the NIL, like... There's not really any teams I super duper care about beating. You know what I mean? Like in my like conference, you personally, yeah. Like where I'm just like fuck, like rivals, mother- yeah, yeah. Like there's not like, out the window, yeah. But, like, but you'll never be a national champion. Does that bother you? Uh, I'm not worried about it. That's we were ranked most up- fucking schools. And you can't Who cares? Say never. We were close to it already. We've been in the final four twice in this century. Yeah, like so the so the de facto never. final four. But, but I, I'm, I'm talking about college football, right? BCS. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Right. What I'm saying, the in the final four, four of college football. Yeah. When, when was that? What year was that? When 20, they first entered the SEC in the 2013. Championship. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Had we won either of the championship games we were in, we would have made the BCS National but Championship. But now, you guys always talk about uh, you know potentially a civil war happening. <laughs> and uh, if it does start, it's going to be North versus South when it's the Big Ten versus the SEC when a fucking like four or five loss SEC team gets into the playoff. Yeah. yeah. That's what really sparks. That's... That's what gets everything going. Probably. We were close a few years ago with that, with that happening. Because that's going to happen, right? Because if we're going to have all these giant super conferences, mm-hmm. team loses two or three times in a, a year, it's like, oh, well, they're playing people. Mm. Yeah. Like, It'll be a three loss. There's no, no four loss team is making the playoff. Fucking Just ever. an eight and four team. Yeah. But a, th- a nine and three team, that like a nine and three Texas, there's like, but they lost to Bama and Georgia and A&M. Like, those are also top five teams. We need to put Texas in so we could suck their dicks. Like, I don't yeah. like the direction this is going. I don't either. And the other part about this, too, is remember sitting in front of your TV when we had cable uh, and you could go back and forth to, to all your favorite games. 
You won't be able to do that this year. Now you're going to go to Apple TV. Now you're going to go to Amazon Prime for the NFL. And if you're it's, in LA, you got to buy the Big Ten Network. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Yeah. Um, and it, it fucking sucks where you're just like, all right, sweet, man. Can you, hey, can you ask the bartender to put on Apple TV and then go through the whole thing? Like, I was trying to watch a Major League game the other night. Uh, I didn't know Major League Baseball was on Apple TV now. It's actually so, awesome because they have all the stat cast overlay shit on there. It, like, for my, very nice setup, for my yeah. autistic ass, I mean, yeah. I, I want uh, Carrie and Frank Hoare to be the people talking to me during the game because that's just who I like to listen to. But, um, all the information that's on there. Uh, unfortunately, Apple tries to squeeze a female commentator into almost every baseball game. Why is that? I don't know. Because we're going to do... Is that is Jessica Mendoza doing this bullshit tonight? No, it's uh, it's Carl Ravage, which is not good. And then... Uh, I don't mind oh, Carl Eduardo, Ravage. No, he was awful last year. Eduardo Perez. Yeah, Eduardo Perez. Oh, he I can't understand what the fuck he's talking about half the time. Me neither. There not because a, of the a, accent, because he's fucking dumb. There's a... Fuck, let me look it up. Try watching... Do you know the worst one to watch, baseball-wise, is Ortiz... And Pedro Martinez. Is it oh, Fox yeah. Sports and those guys? TBS, I, I you think. You can't understand a fucking word those guys are saying. Yeah, but Leave I Pedro out of this. He's the worst. It's not. He's the worst, dude. As Spe- far as English goes. So but- there, there's a there's a secondary broadcast, I think. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. There's not. That's just the... Yeah, it's not just, Boomer? No. Can we... It's just Ravage God who fucking it, does like an ASMR announcing for the whole yeah. derby for some reason. <laughs> you, I mean, you want a guy that's like the fucking... His, his second job is being a DJ at a strip club or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, to get, let's get it fucking sighted. This dude just hit a ball 500 feet, bitch. Yeah. Um, back to the college thing. If Kelly saying that shit makes me think that 50 mil is about where these teams are coming in. Like the major, yes. the major universities, yes. the, the average college football program has 105 people. Mm-hmm. That's $470,000 per player. Sure. That's yeah. a pretty good fucking, like, do you think something like that might come about where it's not just a, an individual player, but the group maybe, maybe has to be an average. Well, they I, did that for an offensive line got sponsored. Right, right. So for Texas, for example, yeah. um, if we're throwing around these numbers and these were real and uh, some people wrote in, they were like, I can't believe it. I was like, ah, uh, it's going to keep happening. Quinn Ewers got $10 million. All the offensive linemen get $50,000. The starters uh, for Texas, uh, the defensive defensive linemen each get $50,000 as well for starting. And then it switched over to University of Miami, but got that kid for $9.5 million. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be a booster at a game, talking to his buddy. Yep. So I guy, for that. Someone scores a touchdown and be like, see that? Yeah. <laughs> that right there is me. Mm. That was me. That's all me. I paid that kid. I paid that kid. Hey, look, if we're redistributing wealth from rich assholes back to kids who are working their asses off, I'm fine with that. But <laughs> right. it is very... As long as tuition doesn't go up. Yeah. Well, wow. it, it is. It very, is. It's, it's really complicated, the, how they're going to solve this. I, I can't see it yet. Honestly. I, I can't either, man. Because um, they are going to have to do something at some point. What's going to probably ignite it at some point, like really ignite it, is some fucking five-star is going to go to a school and not even be on scholarship. He's going to walk on, mm. right? Because they're going to not, they're like, uh, here, well, you know, you're getting fucking like $8 million, dude. You don't need a scholarship. Mm. You could just pay for just pay nothing. Just pay it. Yeah. And then we'll use the scholarships on other people, and then people are going to be fucking furious. And what's going to be sick is they're not going to be able to fu- like know how to control their finances because they're 18, Oof. and they're just going to blow the money. There's going to be some wild-ass part. Greek life might come back. No, they're going to make broke, no. too. Yeah, <laughs> thirty for thirty. Speaking of thirty yeah. for thirty, that's a good segue. Uh, the captain, 
uh-huh. is on it's upon us now i think the first episode's this week right okay what is that it's uh derek jeter oh, Derek Jeter. god and apparently he is very frank about his distaste for alex rodriguez Whatever. well like he said something to the effect that there's a there's a limit to your loyalty i want to say yeah, something controversial here god if Derek Jeter was a Mariner, nobody would care about Derek Jeter. <laughs> you know what's funny? Somebody else said that the Mayor other day. They said, if, said that. It, it, they said if you played for the Royals, yep. you would never, nobody you, would, you would have ever cared about, about Derek, Derek Jeter. Jeter. Um, and that's probably true. No, that's, that's fucking stupid. That's 100% Come true. On. No, that's, that's, that's 100% about, true. You could put Chase Utley on the fucking Yankees if he was just like the heart and soul of that team that won all those World Series. Chase Utley would be the same way. Yeah. yeah. Derek yeah. Jeter has 3,000 hits, whatever. 3,465 hits. Hit sure. 310 for his career. How many home runs? How many dingers? Uh, 260 home runs. Boring. Gross. Yeah. 216? 260, 260. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, people how many do, errors? People do care. I don't know how many errors. How many errors did he have? <laughs> Here's what I know. He's how many balls did he boot with his fucking feet? Of his generation, far and away the best shortstop that played. A Rob was better. Uh, well, he meant the third after like fucking five years. But but I would it, take it, it, I would take A Rod's numbers only at shortstop over Jeter's entire career. Yeah. What, what, which, what league Steroids? are we Steroids? Yeah. What year are we playing this season in your head? <laughs> if it's 2001, I'm in. Have you looked at well, Derek yeah, Jeter's He was playing A-Rod for the Rangers at shortstop yeah. and shit like that? He was absolutely... No, I'm talking about what are the rules here. Oh. I just oh, put, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, with Jeter, I just think it was the right place, right time. Great looking dude. On the Yankees. Is he? They needed a... Is he good looking? He used to be back in the day. He's yes. not aging well. His face looks fucked up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but know I if mean, you've seen him in those like Subway commercial you did. I have, yeah. He looks like shit. He yeah, looks so, like I shit, mean, basically... But, I think we talked about this on another show, but like, if he's not playing for the Yankees, he's like... I think you said he was going to be something like Robin Yount or Paul Molitor. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And does anyone know... Do you know who Robin Yount is? Of course. He's got 3,000 hits. <laughs> yeah. He does. Right, but... But two MVPs. Two, and did did Jeter ever win a single league MVP? Mm-hmm. He no. ran, he won Rookie of the Year, but he, never won MVP. Yeah, I just think it was right place, right time in New York City at that time. Mm-hmm. Great team, and they needed a face for it. And He's he the was the guy, Captain yeah. Pinstripe. Yep, well, he was the guy. A lot of people go there and can't hack it. That, and that's fair. There, he did. Is, he yeah. did. He did navigate that. New York is not an easy place to play. It is not, especially not through. All of the years that he played, like the '90s were okay, right? <laughs> Nobody really. That that was just like Bernie Carrick and Rudy Giuliani were murdering all the homeless people. Yeah, and they were playing baseball in that set, right? And those guys were out till fucking four a.m. partying. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I've told this story on the show, but my my run, my one run in with Derek Jeter was at a club at like four in the morning in New York, and I was smoking a cigarette, and he tapped me on the shoulder and he was like, "Put the fucking cigarette out." And I didn't turn around, and I uh, uh, kept smoking, and then he taps me on the shoulder harder, and he goes, I said, put the fucking cigarette out. And I turned around, and I was like, this motherfucker. It was Derek Jeter, uh, Boomer, was with him, and three other Yankees, uh, I think Paul O'Neill and somebody else. So you turned around, and you gave him a little tip of the cap. Goddamn right I did. And I, pu- I put that cigarette at my own drink. You relive that commercial. And my buddy goes, yeah, yeah. And my, <laughs> but my buddy goes, hey, dude. These guys run New York. They're the kings of it and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, also, he was a big gambler. And he goes, also, they've got a noon game tomorrow. 
And I was like, fucking great. Let's bet on the game. Like, they're going to lose. Not if David Wells is pitching. Wells, He's was, better, Wells better, was pitching. Better drunk. Yep. He was pitching. Uh, those guys, we left around 4, 4.15. They were still there. Uh, they oh. had a noon game, and they fucking sm- I think Wells threw a one-hitter. I was surprised Wells didn't take your cigarette from you. And start smoking it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Jeter was clearly the leader of all of those guys. And uh, and they all hung out together. They all believed in Jeter. And I just think Man. it was the right place at the right time. And I think what he a, is a great captain. What a rough night for a supermodel. You're at Derek Jeter's booth fucking partying all night. <coughs> he takes your friend home and you're stuck with David Wells. And he's just sweating on you. <laughs> yeah. Like David Wells is just like rubbing his sweaty hands all over Has you. Hasn't brushed yeah. his teeth in like three days. <laughs> Oof. You just take one. You just take one for the team, because you know Maria's taking Derek Jeter home. You gotta, yeah. you gotta be a good friend. Got to let David Wells flop around on you. Oh god! I was, by the way, I was. I sent Rob this the other day. We were chatting, um, and I was just looking at Jeter's career stats, his OPS and shit. He's like at eight, eight something, eight seventeen. Very good. Yeah, it's not bad. Mike Trout's career OPS is a thousand. That means an average of a 500 on-base percentage and 500 slugging percentage every year. So this is a great question. Okay. Jeter and Trout. Because I don't think Trout will ever win a World Series. He'll never have a ring. Win a playoff series. Probably not. Never won a playoff game. Never won a playoff game. Nothing. (laughs) When you look back after Trout retires, Jeter will still probably be the legend. I don't know that people will talk about Mike Trout. I think it's a different kind of legend. When you're talking about individual greatness versus being able to put that together on a team, some of it is right place, right time. But that's what makes Jordan and Kobe Bryant again versus all other people that ever played in the NBA the best, in my opinion, because they had both of those things. You know what yeah. I mean? They so it's you. You can't necessarily force your way into a situation where you're on a great team for an extended period of time. But if you're there, you have to perform. So if you're like a great individual player and you elevate the team like that, that's what Jeter did. He was a great individual player that elevated his team. Mike Trout is a great individual player that hasn't shown no evidence of being able to elevate his team. Can you elevate a baseball team? I mean, he's just so much less influence over a baseball team but, but you, have, you sure. have trout you have otani on that team two of the best players yeah but they're both like really quiet dudes too right? i know but but like, it's, i don't know who the on, honestly i don't know who the leader of that team is it's sure as shit not trout or otani otani doesn't even fucking speak english right you know whatever that's that's fine but he's even if he did like you saw when he hit somebody, right? He like walks up to them and fucking up apologizes. To, he's a very traditional Japanese man, and that's not going to be a fiery leader in an American ball. Does a rah rah speech really help you with your like eye no, hand coordination people, or your holding timing? people accountable? Does right? So it helps you with yeah. your adrenaline. And I mean, it. Do, I mean, there's been multiple instances recently where some rah rah shit. I think Hayward to the Cubs during uh, the 2016 Game Seven mm. during the rain delay <laughs> was like, let's fucking go, like yeah. all that shit. And there's been a couple others. Um, that seemed from major league seemed to work yeah yeah, yeah. well it was because he was dying Fucking. from a heart attack heart attack. <laughs> um but here are the names ahead this is really interesting the names that are ahead of trout on this list babe ruth is number one obviously uh then ted williams lou gehrig some dude named oscar charleston who i've never heard of Fraud. i assume he died before slavery was made illegal um <laughs> at least in brazil yeah. yeah yeah his last year was in i don't know what 
The, this is oh that's uh it's Negro Leagues that's why I've never heard of it okay, oh. okay. Well, well that's fine that joke didn't land nope no, it landed just it not landed, what you wanted yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't, you're welcome fifth is Barry Bonds Jimmy Fox Barry Bonds is the only other guy modern in, in, in modern other than I guess you could kind of consider Hank Greenberg modern Barry Bonds is like the goat Ted Williams but didn't you say Mantle s- since World War II guys who have actually played since World War II Ted Williams Barry Bonds Jimmy Fox Hank Greenberg and Mike Trout. Yeah. And that's it for a thousand OPS. But he's invisible. And, uh, you know, it doesn't help that, like, he also, weird. not much personality, think, not a party yeah. guy. Like, we were talking about this the other day off air. Like, his fucking favorite hobby, like, his favorite thing is the weather. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, Mike, what are you into? He's like, uh, clouds. He's the, I don't know. He's the like, Clay Thompson of Major League Baseball. The problem is there's no Steph Curry or Draymond Green on his team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, aren't, then. there aren't dudes who are fucking, no. well, I mean, they're great players. He's a great player. Uh, but Clay's uh, just going to get high. Yeah. He just, yeah. he plays basketball and that's all you can really count on him for. Now that's a lot. That's a lot more than most people are able to do, but you still need that element of leadership on your team. That's both vocal and puts in hard work all the time and challenges people to do the same. Bring back Mike Sosha. <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, those are the best years they ever had. And let's, let's be fucking real. That, team that they sent to the world series was a fucking shitty yeah, team. one of the worst teams <laughs> it's the ever worst team the, to ever win the but world that's series. the kind of motivation you're going to get from delco because that yeah. wasn't even like a world series team where it's like like that what the 06 cardinals only won 83 yeah. games but the two years before that they won 100 yeah. and they just been hurt all year no this team had like their best hitter was fucking mark tim, trumbo or some tim shit. salmon tim salmon yeah garrett anderson like those are sick. good players but th- those dudes are like the third best player in a team usually right and then your pitching staff was what Jared Washburn and shit. Uh, who's like the fucking, fat guy? I don't remember, but they they had Percival Weaver? in the bullpen. No, they did have Weaver. They had Jared Weaver, Jeff Weaver, no, Weaver, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Weaver yeah. And they had Percival in the bullpen, but that they didn't have yeah, a whole lot. Sucked. And they beat that Giants team. Was there Gagne on that? Squad? I was at that. I was at that World Series. Yeah, he was Barry never, Bonds hit a home run that never has landed. Yeah, it was off. Uh, was it off Percival? It was in the first inning. Oh uh, no. I was at game one but of yeah, that, that series. That, 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 that Giants, was the rally monkey year. Yeah, yes. that, that Giants team was so much better than In that every Angels way. team. I know. But, you know, and maybe that's, maybe that's Trout's legacy. You know what I mean? At least Charles Barkley got to the fucking show. Yeah. I, I would have wished man. he would have went to Philadelphia. He loves Philadelphia. It doesn't really make any sense to me well, why he's, he... Well, he's from. Yeah. I, no, I Jersey. understand that, but, but he had an opportunity with that contract and he chose the the Juan Soto deal essentially yeah. where he's there for the rest of his life. He says he wants to stay in Anaheim. Yeah, have you listened to Philly Sports Talk Radio? It's never kind. To to Mike Trout? To anyone. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he can I, dunk. I get it. He can dunk. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he'll ever leave. And maybe maybe that's just his personality. Maybe he likes like Clay Clay Thompson hates losing though. Like a lot. Well, there's no pressure in Anaheim, I can tell you that, because no. no one in LA cares. Yeah. So if you're looking to get paid, be stress-free, put up some good numbers. It's a pretty uh, good life. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, we'll switch over to UFC. Giorgio, did you watch the card this weekend? I watched the last fight. Uh, did you see Misha take it, Pete? She did. Yeah. Uh, fight of the night, though, was Schnell with the comeback dub. Didn't see it. What happened? Uh, he was getting his ass beat for like one and a half rounds and came back and submitted Nice. For the win, how, how do you submit him? I forget. I was I was kind of going back and forth between the British Open, but it was it was pretty sick. Cool. I gotta go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah. I was a little busy this weekend. What were you doing this weekend, Georgia? He was, was doing a long, festival. I was in Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach, shooting uh, slander. What's slander? 
It's a musical artist. They sold out Long Beach Arena two nights in a row and want me to film one of their sets. Okay. That just sounds like a Mad Lib that I hate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what kind of music is slander? EDM. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's music. what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had uh, like 15 firemen there, and the fire marshal was there. There was uh, like pyro throughout almost every song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That all sounds like an entire, I mean, just a nightmare. And then the main event, uh, Brian Ortega dislocated his shoulder uh, at the end of the first round. So, Yair Rodriguez. So, what do you think that does for Brian Ortega's career? So, like, you know, he's up in age a little bit, uh, kind of a submission specialist in the weight class. Mm-hmm. Gave his best attempt at Volkanovski, but still in that top range. Does he get another shot at a title? Does he build back up if Vol- Volkanovski vacates? Like, what's up? Oh, I'm sure, like, Yair will fight for. Uh, like yeah, an interim title yeah, because no. Volkanovski is going to go up to 155 for some reason. I don't know why. And then Ortega will eventually get healed up. And then if Yair wins the interim, maybe Volkanovski stays at 155. And then Yair fights Ortega again. I don't know. You don't think any other fights in between that happen? Like how much rehab do you think he'll need from a dislocated shoulder? Probably not that long. I don't know. Like a year. Maybe really? less. Maybe six months. How old is he right now? Ortega? I got to look that up. 33? Okay. Something like that? Eh. Yeah. I mean, that's still young enough. Most of these guys, it seems like they're leaving at like 36 to 38 now. Um, I'm not sure how their bodies are able to hold up through all that punishment, but... Different people. Yeah. Differently. Uh, and they also seem to get started later. Like, I, I can't remember a young guy who's like 18, 20 years old being in the show. Oh, also Ortega's not that old. He's 31. Okay, I said 32, 33. So. Yeah. Okay. That's not old. Yeah, he's fine then. Uh, what is it, disco- dislocated shoulder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, as far as like putting him back in tracks on the rankings, and who does he have to be? Like, where do you pair him up with? It's not even really a loss. I mean, it is technically, but it is, and he's going to slide down the rankings, and Yair's going to move up, and like, either you're going to, you're not, you know, what are you going to do with Yair? He's already fought Max and lost. I think they should let the fans vote on who fights who. I agree. I think that would be fucking fun as shit. There's let the a, fans a pick. real log jam at in this division right now, and I was just thinking if Dan had any any help on let the fans fucking do it dude i think that or would be a, a blast have a grand prix or something man well it's like they've already, some <laughs> have already fought each other and that's yeah but so here's what's going to happen right volkanowski is going to move up to 155 and fight the winner of islam in Oliveira. supposedly i hate that uh he needs to stay in the division and clean that up the belt division. is currently vacant yeah but uh is getting points on the pay-per-view mm-hmm. um like he's champion so it's He's essentially champion. Uh, Yair is going to fight Josh Emmett for a interim belt. Uh, I think if Volkanovski wins that 155, he'll stay there. You can't have an interim title without Max. Yeah, you can. You're really going to put Josh Emmett in an interim title? Fight. Yep. Because Max is, he's, I mean, he's lost three to Volkanovski. They're not going to. That doesn't drop him to fifth. It doesn't matter. They're just not going to do it. If Volkanovski dates the division, is he not the second best fighter in the division? I mean, you could also have uh, Ortega fight like Arnold Allen. Really? That's how you get his career back on track. Arnold Allen. Yeah, why not? Or Bryce Mitchell. None of us, by the way, know who any of these people are. This is the the problem. Bryce Mitchell? You don't know Thug Nasty? But this is the problem with, with UFC right now. Like, I watched this entire card just because we were at somebody's birthday party. Uh, and it was on in the background, right? right? The only person I knew was Misha Tate. That was it. You, you would know uh, Bryce, like Thug Nasty on Instagram and shit. He's always making crazy videos. You would know who he is. But that's he's that's, undefeated. That's okay. that's yeah. the issue. the The sport itself doesn't do a great job of marketing their athletes, in my opinion. Yeah, 
like the it, the ones the the ones that are like super outstanding or the ones that have the temerity to go out and do their own marketing whether it's shit talking or something else they'll stand out but that's this is the same thing as fucking electoral politics name recognition is the most important thing what regardless of what you look like or what you believe it's name recognition first then if you look pleasant trustworthy mm-hmm. and then everything else after that and you know until ufc teaches people how to be faces and heels and until they use their giant goddamn audience to market these dudes, they're it, it's and and maybe they're doing it on purpose so nobody gets too famous. You know I don't I mean? know. And here's why I, I asked this, right? Um, you know, Dan and I have railed about this over and over and over again. Today, ESPN announced they're gonna raise, they're gonna jack up the rates. Mm-hmm. UFC has already jacked up their pay-per-view rates this year to $74.99, which is bullshit in my opinion. Inflation. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and that, they're not paying their fighters. Like no, I would understand to put on that show, Ross, to build the cage. You got to truck all in all that stuff. Gas you know. prices. I've, I've look. I've been there. I've been to a million UFC fights. It is not that difficult of a setup. That teardown is in. There's all those lasers in the sky. Four hours. That's a four no, hour. The thing is, though, there are names. Teardown. There are big names. It's just there's a million people in each division. Mm. There's a million divisions. So it's like you're not gonna have. You know, eight stars in each division. That's well, not but happen. why is ESPN raising the rates? I think it's nine ninety nine now. Whatever um, it was, it was sure, like six bucks. Cheap. Yeah, yeah it, it was it's super exactly cheap. what we wanted in the sense that we got to pay a small amount up front and then get ex- all access to everything that we want. Like you know how you guys would want to pay for all your baseball games for your one team. You know, mm-hmm. from Amazon, three dollars. You know, just let me get it. We got that and we loved it. And they raised the money a little bit for Fight Pass. They're doubling it. It's ten bucks. That's fine. ESPN and then, Plus is worth it. And now pay per view is up to seventy four ninety nine. Yeah. It's never gonna come back and down. I pay, and I pay for flow grappling and I pay for UFC Fight Pass. And so also you know it's just what? so easy to fucking rip a pay per view. Damn. Oh, Daniel, online? Daniel. It is. Yeah, it is. Daniel. It is. Yeah. We go to the bars like a family. Yeah, we go to the bars. <laughs> but do, are you guys paying covers in there? Uh, sometimes it depends how big the fight is. I had is. to pay cover. Dan didn't. If you get it, if you get there early enough at Woodrow's, you don't have to pay cover. So who's who's next up on the card that's going to bring somebody like Dan and I out to go and see them fight? Do you want to watch Patty Pimlet, Patty the Batty? I don't know. Well, the uh, it's not going to get the London event card. this weekend is going to be pretty big. Who is it? It's fun. Well, it's 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 everybody that's like a British Tom fighter. Aspinall is the is the. I watch UFC event. when it's on and it's convenient, but yep. for me to go to a fight or to buy a pay-per-view, it's going to be Nganu fighting somebody or John Jones fighting somebody, maybe each other. It's going to be something like that. Yeah. Two dudes that have a track record in the ring that I know are legit and are going to be entertaining in the fight. Otherwise, I'm not. Are I'm you going to care about August 20th card with Kamar Usman versus Leon Edwards? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll watch Usman fight for sure because yep. he's you know pound for pound the goat right yep. now. Yep. Hammer yep. Volkanovski, they're uh, and he, back and, forth. and you know why? Like it goes back to what Dan and I always say: the reason why I will watch Usman fight is they brought him on a, a broadcast a couple weeks ago, and he was a really fucking affable, interesting guy. He wasn't wearing a shirt with his suit. He had all these fucking chains on. That for the first time ever got me excited about Usman. Like that was the first time I was like, Oh shit, this yeah. guy looks fucking dope. And I mean, it's pretty big pay-per-view. You got Jose Otto on the card. Mm-hmm. You have uh Paula Costa and Luke Rockhold on the card. Yeah. Some notable names. That'll work for me. So but don't ask me to pay for this other bullshit. I'll watch pretty much anything Usman does. And here's why. Um, he's defended since he won the title in 2019 against, against Woodley. Yep. He's defended the title five times. And three of those have been knockouts. 
and two decisions. And and I'm, I guarantee if I go look at Adesanya's right now, it's not going to look like that for he his title defense. Those two decisions, he fought both those guys twice and knocked them out. Yeah, the, other fight. the second time, yeah. yeah well, had- no, that Colby Covington, he knocked out the first time. Right. But both guys, it was Masvidal and Covington, and he knocked them out in the other fight. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to look because I'm just curious. He's going to see about 205. How do we feel about that as a table? Well, hold on. I want to see what Adesanya's fucking defenses have been. So he won, he won the middleweight championship on October 6, 2019. One, two, three, four, five defenses, all decisions. Fuck that. Yeah. That's boring as shit. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody wants to fucking see it, dude. Sorry. No. I, I'm I'm with you. I just uh I And you said Adesanya is gonna go up to two oh five? No, because Kamaro is brothers with Adesanya, he will ne- he doesn't want to go up to middleweight. He said he'd rather go up to two oh five and there's real talk about it. I mean, if he gets bored and the division's cleaned out, I mean, he's he, got to. But he's got to go full of John Jones. You got to disappear for eighteen months and put on real mass. Otherwise, that's not going to work. What do you think he walks around at? Probably two hundred, right? Usman, yeah. yeah, probably. He he fights at one seventy, probably two two oh five, something like that. Yeah, so he's already there. No, no, no. Come on, man. Like you, you, you cut what fucking twelve to fifteen percent of your body weight, typically. I mean, he's a little bit smaller. Of, he's a little bit of a smaller of a fighter. Yes, mm-hmm. there's a disadvantage there. I don't think he's completely outclassed, especially if he's feeling healthy. There's no weight cut. He's able to pack on maybe five more. Any more than that, I think, might be disingenuous. Like, I'd love to see what he can do there. Yeah, I mean, I would watch it for sure. But the so the only time he's ever anybody's come close to really beating him was when he was a basically an amateur and he got rear naked choked by somebody when he was like a pup yeah yeah he got tapped when he was like a pup i that that i don't count this dude goes into every title fight looking to knock the other guy out every single time i haven't ever and none of adesanya's title or uh title defenses have have we seen that that's my problem and look there are people who are fans Uh, of not knock out paula costa no he did not yeah, not yeah. in a title defense. I, I'm yeah. looking at his title defenses right here. There's not one he of them. Decision, decision, decision. Oh yeah, there is yeah. one actually. That's that's and he, one. And he teabagged him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. one <laughs> one out of six. He actually no, he's not him. had a really great title run. Uh, but I mean, if you look back at like the notable names in UFC history, there's a lot of fucking duds in there. With uh, I mean, GSP had a lot of fucking boring fights. He and he faced the so same did. criticism. Yeah. As well. And we forgot um, so, about that now, and we just give him that goat tattoo. Yeah. But because you just look at the record. So, um, what does it say about us as casuals? It's not that. It's just, you know, people have short-term mm-hmm. memories. Yeah, um, it's true. People Rick, just look at the results at the end of the day. Anderson so. Silva won the middleweight championship in October 2006. Defended it quite a few times. Yep, but he T- had some stinkers in there. TKO, TKO, rear naked choke. Uh, TKO, he had, here's one decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, KO. Well, that was a light, heavy one, but... The- Different generation of fighting, though, and competition, I believe. You know, I nothing, no, no he was, disrespect he, to any of the guys he fought against, but I think we're in a I'll, real I'll list of- them off for you if you want to hear them. Stefan Bonner, Chael Sonnen, fucking Vitor Belfort, Chael Sonnen again, Forrest Griffin, uh, 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 Dan Henderson, Rich Franklin. These are the dudes that he was knocking out in his yeah. title defenses. Yeah. Fuck 
Israel out of Sinai. I know. And that's We're not going to get him out of here anyway. I'll it's not it's boring. because he can't do it. We know that fucking out of Sinai can knock people the fuck out. That's my problem. It's not that I don't think he has the talent to do it. It's like he's playing it safe to keep the title. Fuck that, man. Anderson is the GOAT, though. Like, if we really talked about it during that time period and we watched yeah. Anderson fight and you were. And it's prime. I think Usman might be able to catch up with him if he keeps going. He's too old. He can't. No. He's not going to be able to catch up. All of his body can hold up. Yeah, he's about to retire. Who's this? He's going to retire. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but his knees suck. He has zero knees. Yeah, yeah he can't. He has to walk backwards down <coughs> the stairs. Well, how many title defenses in a row did did Homeboy win? It was like twelve. No, that was the He's fights not in a row. Catch him. I don't think it was the title defenses. Was it? Hang on, let me look. Silva, maybe, maybe ten. Let's see. Silva had a yeah, like a dozen, I think. One title defenses. Championship, so one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah, nine, ten, uh, ten. So ten, yeah, it was ten. Yeah, and it was it was eleven straight wins, I believe. Yeah, did he break his leg when he lost it to uh, uh, Weidman? Weidman? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and who knows how that would have ended if he didn't wrap his leg around Homeboy's shin bone? I mean, Weidman's also a world class wrestler, so that would have been a good mm. good match for him. Yeah. Well, we'll find out uh, what's coming down the pipe. There's some. They've got. To, there's got to be some huge announcement here. With with somebody fun, Street Jesus, Diaz, no. Connor, something. No. Well, first of all, uh, yeah, we're we're an hour into the program. Fuck Nate Diaz. Um, he just says ridiculous shit. Like, how do you take this man seriously? He was like, the only people I could see myself fighting would be like Francis Ngannou, and it's just like, what? I'd watch like, that. Fucking I would fight. watch that all goddamn He's day. Trolling. I mean, he all would, of us would do it. We I, would watch I, it. I feel like there would that might start an international incident. Because Ngana would beat him so badly. Do you remember? All the dudes from Stockton would go to wherever the fuck Ngana was from and start trying to they, start shit. But how people. fast would you they throw do. money at the screen to watch that yeah. fight? Like, that's what wow. I want to see. Giorgio, remember when we were at uh, what Phoenix and we saw Nate Diaz fight uh, Leon Edwards and yeah. his fucking cousins were next to us? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. What happened there? Nothing. They're just like, he won the fight. Like, dude, he lost four and a half rounds. He had like 20 seconds. He won the last minute and a half of that fight. Last 20 seconds. He hit him him once. He stunned him. Yeah. Once. But I'm paying for it. I'm paying for it if it's on there. It's not good sport. It's it's spectacle. It's a carnival. It's not. All of this is entertainment. Entertain me. I want to be entertained. That is it. Right, well, That's why you get paid the, the, the big you, you bucks. You literally watch golf, so it's more entertaining than golf. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Golf. That was one of the best opens like, in a long, long yeah, time. Golf right? is fucking hard, dude. Um, if I had to choose between watching a boring Izzy Izzy versus the British Open, the last round of the British Open. The, uh, the last round, yeah, sure. Okay. But that's not really comparable, is it? It is. Yeah, it is. People pop mm-hmm. Title fight versus, you know, the title fight of the last day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely watch the golf. Same. Same. Huh? But, Especially but when you have only on the it. three or four dudes that are actually in contention, not the whole thing. So, the context, you'd rather watch a man hit a ball with a stick than watch two men fight each other. Yes. Well, if they're going to fight, Depends it, what Izzy doesn't it. fight. Yeah, so, it's yeah. like, all right, if, if I'm going to watch him dance, he'll fight. Now, next. if it's a dance battle, sure. But he's gonna, let's, let's call it a dance battle versus an actual fight. He's going to get pushed next fight against why do you get to, Then Why do you give Floyd so much respect? Floyd Mayweather? Yes. I hate him. Okay. I hate him. Equally, same for that exact reason. Well, um, that so Floyd figured out a style of boxing that only he could do, and it's so boring. And to that watch. he was the that not only was he the only person that could do it, but that nobody can fucking beat him. 
Yeah. Like literally, I don't know anybody in that weight class ever that can't touch beat him. in that style. Can't touch him. And I'll put it this way, Giorgio. We used to go uh, for the press and do the events and all that stuff for movies and shit. And I probably saw him fight, no lies, six or seven times in real life during that whole stretch in the 2000s. Each fight was boring. The only one that really shook me where I was like, oh, fuck. I was at the Canelo fight where he just demolished Canelo. And not only could Canelo not hit him, but Floyd punched him 500 fucking times in the face in that one. That was the only time I was really impressed with Floyd Mayweather. That was it. Um, but the rest of his career was, it, it's, it was about the outside the ring shit and then hoping it translated inside the ring. And it never fucking did. Even that Pacquiao fight. Mm. God damn, that, that was, was 10 years boring. too late. I, I, but still, it was boring as shit, man. And it was like, we paid, what, $100 that night? And the Delahoya That was the highest fight. pay-per-view of all time. He knocked out Delahoya. Yes, I was at the De La Hoya fight too. That was pretty good. Um, but that was, fuck, man, was that, 2003 or four. Um, I forget. No, uh, Manny went the distance. That was in, that was the fight that was 10 years too late. No, I'm saying Manny versus De La Hoya. Oh, I don't know. Shit. And it wasn't at that fight. Yeah. Um, but two, yeah, I look, at, I, I look at Mayweather the same way and it's boring to watch. And yeah, it's the same way. Yeah, it was a decision. Yeah, let's all just go watch Andrew Tate. It was actually a split decision. Who? Andrew Tate. Who's Andrew Tate? Oh, we'll talk about this. the fucking British dude that like lives over in uh isn't he like going to jail? <laughs> Who knows? We can't we can't go down the Andrew Tate rabbit hole at an hour twelve. He's a former show. kickboxer who I think is he has like a cult or something, right? <laughs> sex is it a sex cult? You just gotta all go cults are sex cults. All right, I'll look yeah. it up. Shaved head guy glasses. I'll look it up. Uh, in the meantime, go to mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit up to a thousand dollars. I've already placed my bets on the home run derby tonight. Uh, it is in Drinking Bros Sports Private Group on Facebook. Uh, it is free. All you have to do is join up. Don't be an asshole. And my betting slips uh, for every event that we bet on are in there, including tonight's picks. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, Delco, Dan, Hot Bob, and Papa Giorgio, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday Morning Recap. Good morning, everyone.